I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. This is where we use self-awareness infused systems to get more done. When you're struggling to do, quote, all the things, there's ways to go about it that feel forced and so hard and you're just struggling and feeling like there's something wrong with you that you can't get things done. And I'm here today to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. You're probably just trying routines and schedules that you found that just aren't meant for you. They're not designed for your personality. And so I've got five questions for you today to go over and think about. And by the time we get through these, you're going to start to realize you're about to have a huge confidence boost in how you approach getting things done. And I'm super excited for you to have that shift. And along the way in these questions, I share an awesome new free thing I have for you guys that is also going to be a game changer in helping you feel like super mom. So stay tuned and be on the lookout for that. All right, let's get to it. All right, so we are always about simple ways to be more productive here. But I hope at this point you realize I'm never going to push a particular agenda on you. I may highly recommend things, but there's no one size fits all productivity routine or system. The reason is that we're all different. We all have different personalities. We learn different ways. We're motivated by different things. And so that's why if you have found yourself trying the latest checklist you found on Pinterest or what someone shared with you for like the best morning routine and yet it's still not working. It's a lot to do with it's simply not aligning with who you are and your personality and what works for you. And so I don't want you to feel so discouraged because this process can be hard sometimes to find what works and what we will do consistently. There's times where It's just like putting on our big girl panties and doing the thing, but to have the right thing in place that's going to support you in the best way possible to give you the best chance of the outcome you want on a consistent basis. It's this self-awareness component that I'm just so huge on reminding you guys the importance and value and taking the time to notice. Really, self-awareness is just noticing. As you go throughout your day and do different activities, noticing your kind of mindset around something, noticing your energy levels, like you're just paying attention to how you're feeling and how things are going. And so I've got five questions for you today to help you notice and to help you kind of ask yourself the right questions to move in the direction to figure out what morning routine is going to work for you. What daily schedule is something you're going to be motivated by to get things done. So let's go ahead and just get straight to these questions. Number one, do you like to have the same general routine each day where each day feels mostly the same, at least the same structure, or do you prefer to mix it up? Like some people are going to find comfort in knowing like they have the same overall plan every day and other people are like cringing and bored out of their mind and want to mix it up. 
there's no right or wrong here. It's noticing what your preference is. And there's nuances in between both of those extremes. So being able to determine what lane you kind of reside in, if you're like, yes, I like to kind of eat breakfast at the same time every day. I like to do um, household tasks in the morning. I usually feel like doing errands in the afternoon, like whatever you find your preferences are, you kind of have a routine and you stick with it. And that feels good to you knowing what to expect every day is going to be the same schedule. Or you're like, some days I want to wake up and get right to work. Some days I want to do a workout. Some days I want to have a really slow morning and ease into my day and see how I'm feeling. Like, do you see what I mean? It's really whatever resonates more with you is closer to the direction you need to go when you figure out a plan. Because if you get a rigid plan that has the same schedule every day of like you have a work block and time with your kids at this time and everything very structured through the whole day, you're going to lose your mind because that's just fighting against your natural tendencies to mix it up and have that freedom. So you can try that all you want and all the different rearrange the schedule blocks, but you're still not going to be content because it's too rigid. So I just want to encourage you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. It's just figuring out how you operate and choosing a schedule that best fits. So it's kind of like, I don't know about you guys back in like middle school days, you had like AB days or ABC days where there was a different uh, schedule rotation on those days and mixed up. So maybe you need to create like Monday, Wednesday, Friday is one type of day. Tuesday, Thursday is a different type of day where you still have structure, but it incorporates more flexibility of different rearranging of activities and more open-ended times to be like, these are just the tasks I want to do today. And I have the discipline to make sure they all get done. I just don't want to be restricted in the order they happen. Like that may be your style of a day versus mapping out. I need to do emails at this time. I need to clean the house at this time. I need to cook dinner at this time. I need to do a kid activity at this time. Like that may just be too much for you. So this is your, your thing here. Question one is to evaluate where you are on this spectrum of, do you prefer the same general routine each day, or do you need it to be more flexible and mixed up? That's going to help you have a huge amount of direction for getting things done and not like hating life at the same time. Okay, number two, are you a procrastinator? Are you always waiting till the last second? And hold on, because I'm not coming at you here. So if you're ready to be defensive, hold your horses. It may not be a problem. You might be a procrastinator and it's not actually a problem. You just have to find the right angle of how to treat it as a skill and how to hone that. So if you do find that you kind of push things to the last second, is it simply because you work better under the pressure of a deadline? Is that helpful for you? Or do you really need a ton of time in advance to think through things and prepare? Like, do you need a lot of that space to really sit with things and think about it a lot? Like which kind of camp are you in? But you're going to hone it in of knowing when you have things coming up, projects you want to do, if you're the procrastinator, 
you may wait and schedule it till the last minute. But the point is, you're going to be really intentional to know like, hey, I can have three weeks to get something done. And I'm going to do it in the last three days. (laughs) So what we're going to do is be really intentional and maybe put it on your calendar, like five days from the deadline, knowing you work best under pressure. We're going to go ahead and account for that and plan for that. But we're not going to allow you to go so far that you're stressed out and rushed like the night before. So this is where you kind of use that as your superpower skill to know about yourself. Like, no, I don't need to start this project three weeks out. That's not necessary for me and how I operate. And that's fine. But you also don't want to get yourself in a super stressful situation. So you're going to be really intentional and mark it. I'm just giving examples of five days, but obviously whatever, (laughs) whatever is right in the case. But that's how you get yourself to make sure you don't wait too long. You give yourself just enough time to feel the pressure and get motivated by that to get something done without being unnecessarily stressful and rushed. And so that's how you use that as your superpower And when you do need more time, you need to mark that in your calendar for three or four weeks out, knowing you like to really ruminate over things and have like a first draft and then come back to it after a few days. And like, if that's how you operate, make sure you give yourself an abundance of time, whatever's not too much, but enough to give you the bandwidth without feeling rushed and like you can't do it at the level that you want to for that particular work project or that home DIY thing that you're trying to do. Give yourself the right amount of time for you. And you don't need anybody else's judgment or two cents on your plan because you have confidence. This is how you operate. And this is the best case scenario for you to have success. So it gives you a level of confidence as well when you can own that knowledge about yourself and use that to your advantage. Okay, on to question number three, kind of in line a little bit from two, do you always run late? And I feel like that's so many of us, but do you run late consistently? Like, are you known for showing up late? Like that is the label that has been placed on you. Is that your thing? Well, I would challenge you to not settle for that because I know when I am running late, you're rushing, you're extra stressed, you're more short tempered with your family and snapping at your kids. And it's not a good scene. So this is one simple thing that you can control to remove that unnecessary stress and remove the extra conflict with your family by simply getting out of the house on time. Like this is one thing you can control. And I know there's variables, especially with like toddlers and all that, where, you know, they have to go to the bathroom the moment you're about to leave and they spill stuff on the floor right before you're walking out the door. Like there's a million things (laughs) that make you late, but for as much as you can control, there's a lot of situations where you can even combat those things if you're planning to leave early enough that it all works out. Because, you know, it's just all you have to do is say we're leaving and all everything goes to chaos. So if you can at least say that earlier, (laughs) then the chaos happens and you still have time to get out the door. You still have time for the argument they want to have with you and to just 
calmly work through that and know that you're not adding fuel to the fire because you've allowed extra buffer time to work through this. So this is where like the practical way to help with this, A, start paying attention to how long tasks actually take because we underestimate constantly how long something's going to be. We're like, oh, we can do this in five minutes. And really, it's going to take you 15 or 20. But for some reason in our brain, we just think we can magically make things happen so quickly. And I, I don't know why we do that, but we set ourselves up for failure all day long <laughs> by miscalculating time. So be very like, we're not trying to convince anyone, like it's not going to change. It's going to take as long as it takes. So saying shorter isn't going to make it be shorter necessarily. So we really need to be realistic in this and how long, yeah, our kids should be able to get dressed in five minutes. But if it consistently takes them 15 every day, you need to plan for 15, not this ideal scenario of five. So when it, you know what time you have to leave, you need to backtrack enough time to compensate for everybody's timelines and not just be resentful that people can't get ready as fast as you. Plan accordingly. Get people spurred on to do what they need to do in enough time that they don't feel rushed and stressed as well. So like figuring out those cutoff times as well. Like I know I'm super guilty of being like, oh, I just really want to finish this project. I want to get through a couple emails. I'm in the middle of editing my podcast or whatever. Like I just want to get through what I'm working on. But there's times where I need to just be able to stop and walk away because then I'm feeling rushed getting through what I'm doing. I still can't get it done in the cutoff time that I need. And it would be so much better if I would just like white flag surrender, like, you know what? We need to go in five minutes. I cannot continue to try and make this happen because it's not going to be done. So it's learning the skill of being able to walk away when you don't want to. That is for me a big piece. So those of you high achievers and those of you maybe part-time working and you're an entrepreneur and you're getting involved in your things and you want to get those projects done, there's a time where you just have to stop. And maybe you get absorbed in like an organizing project in the house and you lose track of time very easily. Like set, start setting alarms for when you need to stop whatever you're doing and honor that alarm, knowing that you've set that very intentionally in order for you to get out of the house on time without rushing and without the extra stress. That is when you have to stop and start the stages of preparing to leave the house. So whatever you have to do to insert those hard cutoffs and be able to tell yourself, even though this is not what I want, I don't want to stop. What is worse is if I don't stop (laughs) and what happens after that and the domino effect of yelling and rushing and speeding ticket and being late and all the things. So remembering kind of stepping back and being like, okay, big picture, what's more important here? And it's more important to stop usually. Using those those hacks to really get yourself to stop at the right times and to give yourself enough time so that you're not late. Because just by that one simple change, of inserting these few things to stop being late all the time, you're going to feel way more confident. Like you are nailing it and you're on top of things. And speaking of on top of things, 
I want to share. I'm super excited. I have something for you guys. And it is a free video training. And it's a one step productivity system that's going to help you stop rushing for all these things and be more productive. It's one step. It's one thing that you do. We've talked about it on here before about assigning times. And it's just a powerful little hack that you can start introducing into your days and week and really get things going and moving and feeling like you finally can stay on top of getting everything done. So head on over to mommadeplans.com slash one step. The number one, so mommadeplans.com slash the number one step. And you're going to get access to this less than 14 minute video that is going to allow you to stay on top of everything and feel prepared. And I'm super excited for you guys to check this out and start implementing it. So feel empowered that you're not just surviving the day and you're not feeling frantic throughout your day. So if you are done with that, head on over and check out the free video training and yeah, get ready to feel like super mom. Okay. Back to our questions here. We are on to number four. We've got two more to go. And this one, it's more of a like check-in at the end of the day. So I want you to think about what do you get to the end of the day regretting you didn't do? Are there any common themes that pop up? Do you feel like you usually get to the end of the day regretting you didn't get the house picked up as much as you wanted or regretting you didn't connect with people like phone calls? You didn't get errands done. Is it work related? Is it spending time with your kids? What do you commonly get to the end of the day being like, oh, I didn't get that done. And so just notice what those things are start paying attention and figure out how you can make sure that becomes a priority and you get those things done so that you can feel good at the end of the day and make sure this is very nuanced of that you're having proper expectations of what you can do in a day and making sure what those things are actually from you and what will make you feel good, not just what you think you should be doing. So there's a lot of nuance there, but I want you to just start noticing what you're regretting. And so to feel more productive, to start getting some of those things incorporated. And if you need to kind of scale back those tasks to simplify a little bit to make sure that you can get it done, just start making the little changes of like, okay, I'm always annoyed that I don't get X done, get the house picked up like I want. So what is instead of looking at it from the entire house, which feels overwhelming and more defeating when it's like a mess everywhere. Maybe it's like, okay, my like bare minimum is the living room is picked up and straight at the end of every night. That's my bare minimum to feel like, okay. So just figure out if whatever the main thing is, you can't seem to get done like the whole project. What's one component that you're like, you know what? Even if it was just that, I would feel a little bit better. Like, let's go ahead and take that baby step and start there. So I want to encourage you to start there, not the entire project necessarily, depending on what it is. Okay. Last question. A quick one for you. Number five, do you do better with accountability from others? 
So I'm personally not in dire need of accountability. I'm highly self-motivated. Having the checklist or the brain dump of tasks to do for the week works for me. I'm able to be motivated to get things done from there. But some of us need a little more boost. And so do you find it easier? I know a common thing with hearing accountability is like working out. But say you know, yeah, you definitely need an accountability partner to do your workouts. Are there other things in your life that you're struggling to get done that maybe you could have an accountability partner there? Like maybe another mom, you both are like, we want to do better with making sure we have individual like playtime with our kids in the evening, like as a family, we're going to do like a family game night on Fridays or whatever it may be, you can hold each other accountable for anything. So just kind of figure out what those things are that you want to do more of, you want to do better at, and how can you find some accountability to help yourself make it happen. So I just wanted to encourage you to get creative there and just, again, noticing that about yourself. If you do better with motivation, like, hey, kids are great motivators to keep you accountable. So maybe even your kid to be like, hey, we want to do this. Make sure, help me remember, like every Friday, we're going to do this activity together. Like they're going to hold you accountable for sure. So whatever it looks like, just figure out how to incorporate more of that so that you get the support you need to get things done. Summary here, there is no right or wrong. Like I said, there's no system, there's no method that is the one and only way. The first step to anything is noticing things about yourself, how you operate. There may be things you want to change that you can work on, but most of it, it's like your default tendencies. So how do you embrace those and how do you support that and craft timelines and routines and and schedules and activities that complement those things that you know about yourself? So all of a sudden you become confident of knowing like, hey, I work better on a tight deadline, so I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm waiting till quote unquote the last minute to do something because I know I can pump it out and do a better job than if you make me start too soon. Like you just completely change how you approach things when you have that confidence of knowing about yourself what works best. And so it's so invigorating. And I really wanted to take time to share this with you guys because it is such a massive shift in your own confidence and just ability to get things done when you have that component of self-awareness. So I hope you're feeling encouraged and excited to start noticing things about yourself and using that information to be more productive and do the things that you want to do and things that matter most to you. Okay. I'm so pumped for you guys. Go back and listen. If you want to kind of write these down and think through these five questions and start noticing, start paying attention And you'll be able to craft your new routines and systems that are going to work for you. And don't forget how I mentioned that free video training. Go check that out. Mommadeplans.com slash one step. And you're going to have another superpower in your tool belt here. I've definitely set you guys up between these two things to really shift your productivity and give you a boost. 
So please let me know how it goes. I would love to hear your feedback on these. And pretty soon, a little spoiler alert for hanging in here through the end of the episode, that I have a Facebook group that will be coming very soon. And we will get to have these conversations together over there. So stay tuned for that. If you are not on my email list, they are the first to know everything. So get on the email list. The sign up is in the show notes below and get connected so I can get you in there first. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.